Hi, my name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Miss Z's Storytelling. I will be reading Kodia, written by Queen Zoya Counts, narrated by Queen Zoya Counts. Kodia, Chapter 12. Abana. Abana woke up earlier than Kadia and decided to go for a walk in the woods. She needed to talk to nature, and she really needed to ground herself with Mother Earth. The owners of the resort had opened a path with markers so that their guests would be able to walk and venture out on a nature walk around the lake. They had done all that they could do to preserve the trees and keep them intact without clearing so much of it for their cabins. Abana had been ecstatic when she had found this place. Her mother had left instructions to her where she had to take Kadia before she had died. In her mind, she knew that she had to free herself from jealousy, but her heart was speaking to her about her own power. She had been the one who had went through several initiations to gain the knowledge of the spirits, not Kadia. She had been the one to kill the ego and to allow herself to be activated. Not Kadia. The blood of Kente flowed in her veins just as her sister's. But Kadia didn't want this. She didn't want to be fully involved. But before her mother had died of unknown causes, she trusted her oldest daughter to do what was right by her sister to protect her in spiritual matters and to help her come into her full power. Yes, it's true. Kadia looked just like Kente, but Kente had not been awakened inside of her, and this caused her jealousy. Reincarnation was funny that way. A person could be reborn back into an animal or insect or even another body with no memory of who they were in the past. That soul would have to be activated in order to remember. Some say that it starts from where the soul left off while others believe that they are just simply trying to get it right repeatedly. I don't have any idea why Kenty would want to come back. She had been given the power at 16 to transcend into a powerful goddess, but what did she forget? What mission did she not complete? Well, it really didn't matter anymore. This was a new time, a new era, and there was no need to do as the elders had done. Kadia was 27, not 16, and who knew if the right would even work anyway? Abana kept walking on her path deep in her thoughts. She walked closer to the lake and as she approached the water's edge, she moved closer. Taking off her shoes, she stepped into the water, allowing the coolness of it to refresh her. Abana closed her eyes and when she opened them, she saw a woman floating on the water dressed like an old slave. She blinked her eyes, for she was never able to see spirits, and now she was seeing this woman floating on the water. She kept blinking her eyes to make sure that she was seeing correctly. The woman was there, floating. The woman moved closer to her. 
Abana took two steps back as the woman had moved directly in front of her. What do you want? In due time, I will tell you, just open up and let me in, the woman said. Before Amina could protest, she felt a sharp pain in the back of her neck, and then it moved across her forehead. She tried to raise her hand to her head, but it felt like something was holding her arms. The pain lasted for a minute, then Abana was released. The floating woman had disappeared. She glanced around at the lake as she watched three hawks fly over the water towards her. The hawks were extremely big, and at first, she felt a little frightened as they kept flying in her direction. She remembered that she was a high priestess, and she should have no fear. So she walked over to the tree and sat down beside it. The three hawks landed at her feet and transformed into the three sisters from yesterday. They were shapeshifters. You almost ruined our plans, Abanas said to them. We had no idea that she was the splitting image of the goddess, one of the sisters answered. Her name was Sanaya. No, you did not describe her likeness to us, one of the other sisters answered. Her name was Ebony. We reacted the way that we were taught to react when she returned to us, the last sister said. Her name was Crystal. Well... You all scared her shitless, Abana replied. Are we still assisting you in the ritual Saturday night? Ebony asked. Abana looked at her agitated. Yes, I need your help. Nothing has changed. One more thing, sister, Sanaya said. Yes, we saw a likeness of Kente's mate staring at us after you two left, Sanaya answered. A likeness? What do you mean? Abana asked. He looked just like James, and he was staring at Kadia as if he wanted to pursue her, Crystal said. He must be a reincarnation of James because they looked Identical, Ebony exclaimed. Did he follow us? Abana said, getting up from the ground. Yes, Sanaya answered. Hmm, thank you for letting me know. This really changes things now. I mean, everything happens for a reason, and he is here for her? Wow, I will speak to you all on Saturday night, Abana said. She waved her hand, dismissing them. The sisters transformed back into hawks and flew away. So those were his footprints that she had seen leading into the woods. If what they say is true, then him being here is not a coincidence. The spirits are more powerful than she could ever imagine. And this man is meant to be here. Abana began walking back to the path. She needed to complete this walk and speak to her guides. It appeared as if the spirits were not going to answer the questions that had previously popped in her mind.
Kadia chapter 13, May. James' father had not bought May from an auction block. May had been given to his father when she was a little girl. His father had brought her home one night and kept her in the house with him. May had been only 12 years old when James had been born. The big mama of the house had taken May in and had begun teaching her how to work juju. She began showing her and teaching her what herbs were and the poisonous ones like mandrake and, and what herbs could make you invisible to the master. Big Mama had a white father and she made sure that everyone knew it. James' father stayed in her bed more than his wife. And Big Mama made sure that everyone knew that as well. Big Mama hated his wife and she wanted to be able to sleep in the big bed. The night of the delivery of James, May hated the fact that she had been given the task of poisoning the master's wife during her delivery. She had slipped the poisonous herb in a tea to try to calm her nerves, but Big Mama had instructed her to get to her to drink it with mistletoe too, and telling her that this would help her with her labor pains. A few minutes after the birth, his wife closed her eyes and died. She never even got the opportunity to cradle her baby boy. Big Mama had conceived from the master and was so excited. She did not want any other slave woman to carry his child, so she placed some powerful juju on the others to stop them from conceiving from the master. This she also taught for May. But Big Mama had made the grave mistake of teaching May too much especially the uses of the poisonous herbs. May had used the poison on Big Mama, and she died the same way the master's wife had died. But the baby that Big Mama was carrying died as well. May had given the child to the spirits as a blood sacrifice to have all Big Mama's power transferred over to her. Not only her power, but she also took her place in the master's bed. When James became of age, May would sneak into his room and climb in bed with him too. She was much older than him and she seduced him. May had been James first and as she got older, she began to get jealous of him trying to sleep with the other slave women on the plantation. The spirits had told her that she would not be able to conceive because of her wicked deeds. So she conjured the juju spell to have any woman who lay with James to not be able to give him a child. So over the last five years, no woman gave him seed. James had figured this out and he decided that he was gonna stop sleeping with May. Now he had brought Kente into the house and had her living in there as if she was his white wife. She hated that young, evil witch. Kente had carried out something that she could never do. She had contained Marinette in her body. How dare she? Kente had begun helping others with their juju, and this was especially threatening to Matt because Kente's juju was more powerful than hers and this really made her angry. She still had a few that was on her side on the plantation, but she wanted them all to come back to her. May was more jealous of the girl now because of James' lo love for her. 
tomorrow night they would be doing a drum ceremony for Marinette Wintois. And that would be the night that she would get rid of Kente. May knew that the other plantation owners frowned on white men taking black wives. So she sent a note by one of the workers to the neighbor plantation to let the white men know that James had taken a black slave wife. She knew that they would come and remove Kente from the plantation and take her away from James. She began setting her plan in motion. You have just been listening to Kadia, chapters 12 and 13. My name is Queen Zoya Counts. Once again, I would like to thank you for listening to my podcast. If you want to reach out to me, my email is queenzoyaccounts at gmail.com. You can also go visit my website, www.queenzoya.com. And while you at it, you can also follow me on TikTok. You can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Have a pleasant day or night. Peace.